All right. Welcome to week 15 of the Helped Podcast. And here's Matt with announcements. All right. Vegas was so much fun. We're doing it again after CES last weekend. This weekend, we are heading to the Big Apple, New York City for NRF. If you are going to be in New York or at NRF, drop us a line so we can find some time to meet up. Oh, I thought we were going to do Vegas again. Well, you know, they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but in my experience, I have a <clears throat> bit of a cold, so oh. not too not too keen on reliving that. Uh, Vegas flu is what they call that one. Exactly. So aside from the Vegas flu, what did you like about CES? Oh, man. Uh, I guess I just didn't really expect that many people to be there. Uh, I had heard that it was this huge thing, uh, but what I really liked was, you know, the sheer number of exhibitors... Um, as well as attendees. But with the exhibitors, we were able to, you know, see some really neat stuff, uh, talk to some really cool places. Uh, and then with the attendees, it was it was fun to kind of, you know, chop it up with like-minded individuals. Uh, what'd you like? Yeah, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. We did see a lot of neat stuff. But I have to be honest, I wasn't blown away. I was expecting to see some stuff that was just next level, just mm. something that I, I couldn't even wrap my head around. But I felt like a lot of the big displays were things like, you know, AR and VR, things that you've heard about for a few years, smart home stuff. I mean, I, I had smart home stuff in 2012. So I'm I'm glad it's finally coming out to the general public, but I, there wasn't that one technology where I said, wow, this is going to be the next big thing. Everything that was there probably will be big, but it, it wasn't brand new. You know, it wasn't bleeding edge. It was just improvements on the stuff we've been seeing for a couple of years. So I agree with you. It was, it was great seeing everything. It was great being able to walk the floor. It was great being able to meet all the people. Um, I was hoping for something that really blew my mind. I was hoping for that one thing that I would be coming home and telling telling everyone about. And I just, I didn't see that. Hmm. What was the final count on the smart pillows? Was it eight or nine? <laughs> you did see a lot of smart pillows. I guess that's a, a new thing. I, I've seen the smart beds. People have the apps on their phones that you leave on the mattress and it tracks your movement. But I guess now having it all built into a pillow is handy, I guess. <laughs> I th- yeah. I mean, why not? Right. If it helps me sleep, uh, maybe it's worthwhile. All right. So CES behind us, lots of leads, lots of opportunities came from that. Lots of interesting technology that we learned about. Now we're turning the page to NRF. What are you looking forward to? I mean, it's another one that I've not been to before. So I think I'm looking to more of the same, you know, more exhibitors, more attendees, you know, getting to be out there with the people and, you know, learn as much as I can, really. But now NRF, for those that are unaware, stands for the National Retail Federation. So not going to be as, you know, high tech advanced as CES. Different sorts of expectations, different plans going in? (sighs) I mean, I don't know. Yes, in a sense. I feel like here is you know, the, the NRF is going to be a real good opportunity for us to, you know, see the stuff that we interact with, you know, almost every day. Like, we're all consumers, and we're all, you know, consumers at a retail level. And so we're going to see technologies that are used to, to make the retailers' jobs easier. And, you know, we're going to see things that, um, you know, we interact with, with more regularly. Um, so I, I don't know. Does that answer the question? I, I think when you think about retail you might actually see more of that future technology than we mm. even saw at CES. Because, you know, as you were answering that question, I was just thinking about how we're not all at a retail level because I don't I don't go into stores very often. Mm. I do 90% <laughs> of my shopping online. So if I'm a retailer, I really need to be focused on 
delivering some sort of experience. I need to be giving somebody when they walk in the store something that they can't get when they're shopping online. So I think it really will be a cool opportunity to see what is out there to deliver, you know, and it's it's one of our things, a customer experience. It's it's mm-hmm. going to be something unique to drive people into stores. And, uh, and you know, hopefully you, you find some of that there. Yeah, the differentiator, right? Drive people into the stores, like drive customers to the business, you know, grow, grow, grow. And, you know, we're trying to, to provide resources to allow everyone to do that. Um, I like it. Value add. You know, maybe it's a new sign. Maybe it's a new, you know, payment processing system. Maybe it's a new thing. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll have updates soon. So now speaking of, of resources, I've seen some of our marketing resources. Oh. Um, can you tell me what a dingle dangler is? <laughs> so a dingle dangler is about um, six inches long. Uh, it's wiggle, but can we be discussing this on a podcast? Is this something that should be kept behind closed doors? Well, yeah, no, of course it, it's it, it's a five in one charging connector. Where was your mind going? I, I just I don't know what to make of a dingle dangler. I, I didn't know where to begin. Well, so I've got it in my hand now, the dingle dangler, and uh, and it's yeah, it's about six inches long. It's got a, a USB. Uh, it's got a micro USB. Got a USB-C, oh, two USB-Cs, and then a, a little lightning connector on it. And this is something that, you know, will be given out at NRF, and, you know, we've got a big box of them, so probably other places as well. Uh, and hopefully it's something that'll that'll help people uh, in, you know, charging or connecting to their, you know, different devices. All right. I like it. I, I understand it. Now I'm a little confused about the name, but I get it. So if you want a Dingle Dangler, what do you need to do? Uh, well, if you're at NRF, come find us. Uh, Luis and I will have dingler danglers um, sticking out of our pants. Uh, we'll be ready to... Oh, man, I almost made myself crack up on that one. <laughs> Not even going to cut that out. We'll just Good. remember that was, that was David, everyone. If anyone takes takes issue, uh, if anyone feels harassed, that was, that was David. So we will have them with us at NRF, uh, and we'll be happy to, to hand them out to anybody that, that approaches us. Um, I know that we, you know, we have that big box. And so, you know, if you're interested, send us a message. Um, let's chat, figure out a way to get one in your hands. Perfect. All right. So that pretty much covers Vegas. That uh, that covers New no, York. No, 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 no. You said what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But I think we've got a couple of like fun, interesting stories from Vegas, right? Sure. Oh, me? Yeah, right. go ahead. So, so. One of the nights we went to uh, eat somewhere uh, and, you know, Luis was joining us and he was running a little bit late. We almost talked him into having the squid ink paella, uh, but we didn't get get that opportunity. Uh, however, it was very, very delicious. The black squid ink, yeah, that, that was delicious. That was actually a, a funny experience getting into that restaurant. We uh, we have the privilege that that one of our party is a, I guess, Vegas regular and, mm. and has a high status. So mm. we were trying to walk into a restaurant with uh, no reservation. As we were uh, waiting in line, we were next in line, this uh, party of young ladies just cut right in front of us and uh, were abruptly turned away, no tables available. Um, and then we walked up and flashed the platinum card and said, does this help make a table available? <laughs> Simultaneously, there was a guy right next to us who was also trying to talk his way in without the, the platinum card. Um, yes, the answer was the platinum card does get us some special access. So we were glad to see those young ladies get turned away. 
Uh, I felt a little bit bad because uh, as the, uh, the the lady at the desk told us just one moment while they prepared the table for us, uh, the guy next to us turned and said, oh, did they tell you the same thing? No tables available for, for 90 minutes. And uh, as, David, you started to answer, the lady called us and told us our table was ready. So we just kind of awkwardly walked away. Sorry, buddy. I, I guess you got to be more of a degenerate gambler. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds awful. The meal was great. Sooner, yeah. Speaking of which, you know, we went to a couple nice places while we were there. Which was your favorite? Oh, you know, I actually really enjoyed our breakfast. Um, we had a really nice breakfast at the, the what was that, the hotel lobby bar? Um, and it was, a, it was just a parfait. But the way that they did the parfait was with some really, you know, juicy fruit, a little bit of honey, some granola. Um, and it was really refreshing after, you know, being out and about the previous evening. Uh, what about you? Uh, you know, I liked uh, Best Friend, the, uh, the, I guess, Korean street food style mm. place that we went to in, uh, was that, Park MGM? Mm. I know we were, uh, we stopped first in, I forget what it's called, the place right next to the link, the, the Mexican place. Yeah, Chayo? Something like that, yeah. And, you know, we sat down at that table, but that Best Friend, man, it's, it's just delicious. I've been there a couple times now, and you can't beat that food. So I was glad we went there. Happy to, to go back each time we're there. Mm. I like it. All right. So since we didn't come home uh, billionaires from our, our time gambling in Vegas, yeah. I guess it's, uh, you know, it's back to work. Um, while we were there, you know, phones are always on. Mm-hmm. Did we come up with any new tech support horror stories? You know, uh, not while we were there, luckily. Um, but I did hear a little something this morning. And what happened this morning was, uh, you know, we, we had the team uh, engaged um, and a call uh, made its way out to the overflow team. And it ended up waking up uh, one of those agents uh, only to be a wrong number. And I think the reason why I really want to like highlight this is because, you know, that type of thing happened. I think I told the story about being in Vegas and, you know, getting somebody that had the wrong number at two o'clock in the morning. And, you know, realizing that that helped eliminates that completely. You know, you could have been sleeping or working on something else and you get a call, completely diverts your attention. And it turns out that the person fat fingered the the numbers. And so helped can completely eliminate that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I mean, we're here to provide tech support and provide an excellent customer experience. But if all we do is provide call screening, that alone is, is going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Exactly. What else? Well, I have this cold, so if you want to keep talking, go ahead. But I'm ready to wrap it up. All right. Well, then, vroom, vroom. 